Welcome to Growing in His Word, man. God bless you guys. And welcome to the podcast. Listen, it's Easter. Wow, the Lord is, is risen. He's here. Let You know, it's amazing because Christ is buried, but then they couldn't kill Him and keep Him in the grave because He resurrected. And so the amazing part about Luke chapter 23 is that Jesus is beyond unstoppable and Christ was crucified and he he's in love with you listen Christ was crucified Easter Sunday is not just the day where we think about Jesus once a year listen man we got to think about Jesus every single day it's really sad because every year people hide eggs and plant eggs and they forget about the real 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 reason why we celebrate Easter and we, we hide people, not all of us, but we hide from the truth. The truth is that Jesus Christ loves you. Listen, you're not going to wake up this morning and hear a condemnation message. I didn't come here to the pulpit to condemn you. Jesus said that. He didn't come to condemn. But to encourage one another. Listen, it's not about us. It's about Jesus and His great commission. Listen, Easter is a time to remember every day. Remember all the rotten things that you've done in your life, every single day of your life, your dirtiest thoughts, your intentions, your deep hidden intentions. Jesus said, I'm going to die on the cross for you. The cross is powerful, but people don't see it anymore because they're sidetracked away from the truth. The truth is, People don't read the Bible. They're more concerned about college grades. They're more concerned about drinking, getting ahead in life. Well, you may think, I need my college grades. Sure, but you don't have to study till you get a brain tumor. Jesus paid it all. This is the time where we as believers need to come together more so and not interrupt what God has done in our lives. Listen. This isn't the condemning message. It's Easter. Listen, Jesus Christ died for you. They led him away. And they and they and they and Jesus was perfect. Oh, as we gather today, Father, we come before you in Jesus' name, your name, Lord. And Father, we come before you, Lord, and we ask that you, Lord, speak to us, Father, about your resurrection, Lord. We know that you died. The whole world knows that you died on the cross for our sins. It's evident. But Father, teach us the resurrection now, Lord, because that's what it's about. You've been, a re- you've been resurrected, Lord, and you're alive, Jesus. So, Father, use me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to Growing in His Word. Happy Easter. The resurrection, man, is, is very, very, very radical. You know, it's in Matthew chapter 28. It's in Mark chapter 16 and John chapter 20 and actually speaks about it throughout the Bible. Listen, I want to, I'm going to want to encourage you guys. I'm excited this morning, man. This is the most excitingest day of the year. <laughs> Listen, John, uh, resurrection is talked about in Luke chapter 24 and it talks about how now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they, they, and a certain other woman with them came to the tomb. See, Jesus had already been crucified, ripped apart, 
died for us on the cross for our nasty, rotten sins. And so the, the believers wanted to see if Jesus was still there. Mary Magdalene. There was Mary Magdalene and the mother of, of uh, the mother of James. See, listen. There was Joanna and 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 Mary, the, the mother of James. Listen, they all they went. You know, they they went because they knew in their heart that Jesus told them that he would come back. Listen, Luke chapter nine verse twenty two says, Jesus predicted his own death and his resurrection. He said, and he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. Listen, man, they haven't forgot about it. <laughs> they, they never forgot. There they go. They're rushing to the tomb. But he doesn't stop there. No, he doesn't stop there. He says in 23, then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is a man if he gains the whole world and, him, and, and is himself destroyed or lost? For whoever is ashamed of me, in my words of him, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes to his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. Listen to this. Verse 27 says, But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Listen, Jesus Christ was telling them women straight out, I'm going to die for the world. I'm going to die for you. I'm going to die for the sinners. I'm going to die for the for every sinner in this world. And I'm going to go to the cross. And I'm going to... And he, he prophesies on his own death. Why? Because he loves us. Because he loves us so much where he gave his father, gave his son, Jesus, the only begotten son, to die for us on this cross. And yes, you may have heard this message millions of times. I've heard it. <laughs> I'm going to go get loaded again. No, the reason why you want to get loaded again, because you never heard it the right, the, the, the first place, the right time. You never heard it told the correct time. The right way. Here's the right way. Listen. Listen. You can play your games and eat your sin and mess around, but Jesus knows your heart. One day we're all going to fall and some of us will not get back up. The ones who fall and don't get back up are going to be standing before God and they're going to have to give accountability of all the stuff they did. Listen. It's not a game. Jesus Christ isn't a game. We get sidetracked. We're not reading. Listen, Jesus wants to know you. Verse 12, chapter 24 talks about how the first day of the week, of very early in the morning, they, they and a certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing spices, which they had prepared, man. They were excited. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. So they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Oh, gee, I wonder what that may be. It's an angel. And they were greatly perplexed about this. 
two men stood by them in shining garments, and as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, and they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. See, that's what I read to you early, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and crucified on the third day rise again. That's Luke chapter 9, verse 22. Listen, and they remembered his words and they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven. Imagine that, man. They're running to the eleven and to all of the rest. Listen, and to all the rest, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who who told these things to the apostles. Listen, and their words seemed to them like idle tales. And they, and they, and they went down there and they told all the apostles and they said, and they did not believe them. Wow. They were with them and they didn't even believe them. Don't feel bad. Don't, don't feel bad today. I'm talking to you believers or non-believers on, on the radio. Don't feel bad because you've never seen them. The Bible says that if we don't know Christ, we don't know peace. Jesus is the peace. Jesus gives us the peace, not the alcohol, not the, not the, not the drugs, not the idols, not the magic cards, not, not, not the things of the world. Listen, Jesus doesn't want us to be attached to the things of the world. It's temporarily. We're living in a temporary place until Christ returns. Listen, he's returning again. I don't know if you know this, but Christ is returning again, and we're going to get into that. Here they are. They're 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 probably like, "Oh, the show's over, man." What do you mean the guys are, What do you mean Jesus is up? <laughs> they were like, "What? Skepticism, man. It rises among us." They didn't expect the resurrection. They did not believe that the disciples thought the woman's story was nonsense. And this is what's going to happen to you if you don't believe. The Bible says he's coming for you like a thief in the night. So when you're partying and you're getting loaded, you're driving 100 miles an hour and boom, you hit a truck. You got to stand before God. Well, he came, didn't he? There's your coming. Your sins. The Bible says that your sins grow and they wager death the sin equals death it starts like a little plant listen it's like a little flower and you keep watering it little little leaven unleavens a lot look a little bit little bit little bit and it grows and when this plant grows up it brings forth death the bible says sin is is what separates us from the love of christ sin 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 separates us from God's love. Did you know that? We can't have a normal relationship with Christ if we're sinning and sinning and sinning and sinning and doubting and doubting and doubting. Jesus says, stop it. Why don't you think about me? Your life's almost over. He, I love you. I've left my words. You know, in Israel, they just found a, a real cross in the, in the garden of Gethsemane. It's a real cross. It was, they found it. The, 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 the Israel government's really, really, really... They, yeah, they believe it. It's been around beyond 2,000 years. Jesus is real. We don't need evidence. We need faith. We need to stop putting our trust in friends and people that lead us astray and, and trends. 
We don't need to be about trends. We don't need to be about styles. Oh, this, these pants are in style now. <laughs> we need to be worried about what God wants to do in our lives as believers. And how can we get His word out to the lost souls who are dying to have a relationship with Jesus Christ instead of a woman or a man or a bottle or a car or even whatever leads you away. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Listen to this. They had doubt, like Peter. When Peter denied Jesus, Peter denied Jesus, he had that doubt three times. But even as Jesus hung on the cross, you know, he knew what he had to do for us. Even one of the criminals who was hanged, who were hanged for blasphemy, said, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. Listen, well, they were talking about that. They were talking about, but Jesus in verse 40 said, but the older, but the other answering rebuked him saying, do you not even fear God? Seeing you are under the same condemnation. <laughs> and we indeed just, listen, and we indeed justly, see that we, for we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man had done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, as surely I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. And today, if you choose Jesus Christ, you will be with, you will be with him in paradise. It's that simple. But we got to choose. We got to choose. We have to make a choice. Is it the video games we're constantly on? Is it the... Um, I, gee, I don't know. Pick one. What is it that separates you from God? I'm not preaching today to satisfy hearts. I'm preaching to let you know that we're living in the last days. Listen, this is the time right here. Jesus said it. You're going to see the times in the, in, in the end times when I'm coming. The, the second coming. He's coming. He died and came once and He's coming again for the church. Are you part of the church? Jesus says, if you're not part of the church, you're not going to be coming with me when I come back to judge the world. We are coming into judgment soon. This isn't the holy, happy, uh, oh, Easter, get your Easter eggs and your chocolate bunnies. Jesus says, throw them away. I want to have a relationship with you. I, I want to love you. I want to know you. Listen, they doubted Jesus. Don't doubt him. Jesus promised eternal life to the thief. You know, doing what the mockers had asked to the, for him to do. But listen, Christ was buried and resurrected. And we see today... Doubters, we see the people, you know, they, they doubt God and they don't give them the glory. They're too busy playing magic cards and, 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 and they're playing with God like it's some kind of a dice. They don't get it until they, they roll the wrong dice. And then they're dead. They die in a car accident. Well, who knows how, how we are. we're all going to go. They didn't believe him. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb. Why? Remember, he denied him three times. He felt bad. Listen to this. And stooping down, he saw the linen, the clothes lying by himself, and he departed marveling to himself at what happened. He remembered, he marveled because of John chapter 13. Remember, 
Remember when his feet was getting washed? Remember? John 13, it says, Christ washed his disciples' feet. It was before the feast of the Passover when Jesus knew that his hour had come and he, had, he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. Listen, and he loves you to the end. And supper being ended, the devil already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. And Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and listen, and that he had come from God and was going going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel, and he girded himself after he poured the water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet. Listen. Listen. This is the most exciting part of the Bible. It brings tears to my eyes because listen to this. And, and he took his feet and he wiped them with the towel with which he had girded. Then he came to Simon and Peter and Peter, he said to him, Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Dude, he's talking about forgiveness. He's t- Jesus is washing his feet at as a remembrance of forgiveness. It was a dramatic statement and Peter had no choice but to submit to Jesus because he wanted, listen to this, Jesus told him he did not need to bathe, he only needed Jesus to wash his feet because listen to this, it's symbolic. As believers, we've already been cleansed by the blood of Christ. Listen to this, Jesus Peter had no choice but to submit. Listen, believers, Jesus wants to wash you clean. You may be thinking to myself right now, I blew it. I don't have anywhere to go. I'm on my last chance in life. I don't, nobody wants me. Nobody cares about me. Nobody wants to be around me. You may have nasty thoughts from the devil. Don't, don't believe it. Listen, Jesus wants to wash your feet. He already washed them. He patted them dry and clean. And he took his self. God sent his son to die for us on the cross. He died for us so that we can live again for eternity. That's the key. Eternity. Forgiveness. Peter told him, Lord, not don't just wash my feet, but wash my hands and my feet. Give me all of it. Wash me, Jesus. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus had the power. Look, Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. You are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Listen, let's not be a Judas. Let's, it's about forgiveness. The believer has already been cleansed. He or she only needs to be clean, cleaning daily of their sins. That comes to confession. Listen, Jesus wants us to ask for forgiveness. Washing the, washing the disciples' feet basically was just a model, but it represents the ultimate service, and that's forgiveness of sins. Listen, Jesus died so that you could be forgiven of your sins. Whatever you've done, 
whatever sins you've committed against God or your brother or your fellow servant, God will forgive you now. But you got to say, I want forgiveness. Listen, you need to come to the cross. The cross. We see later on that Christ appeared on the road to Emmaus and Jesus was traveling the same day. And so, you know, it was a seven mile, they call it, from Jerusalem. And they talked together. Listen, they talked together of all things which had happened. There's two guys on the, on the road there. Listen, Jesus showed himself on the road to Emmaus. You see? But I want to go into the proof of his resurrection in, in verse 33 of Luke chapter 24. So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying, The Lord is risen, indeed, (laughs) and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in breaking of the bread. And now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you, but they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they seen a spirit. (laughs) Yeah, they've seen the Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do you doubt? Why does doubts arise in your heart? Even as believers, they've seen him crucified, died, rose again, and still, what do we have? Doubt. Wow. Our human desires. Isn't it amazing how we... (laughs) We're so selfish. We don't think about God. We think about other things first. Listen, if we read the Bible, we wouldn't feel this way. Why does doubts arise in our hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that is, and my feet, that it is, I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones. You You see I have. Listen to this, man. Jesus is telling them, I'm here. Look at me. Handle me. Touch me. Later, Thomas doubts Jesus later. Thomas. And he, and he says, Feel my hole in my side and my, my side. Or they pierced me with a spear. Listen, Thomas felt it and was like, Wow, it's, it's Jesus. He's real. He's alive. He's here. What do we have to fear? Nothing. Why don't you have faith? It's about faith. Jesus loves you. Will you have faith in him? Listen, I'm not reading this from a book. I'm reading this from the heart of of God. Listen, Jesus loves you with an everlasting love. And what separates us is the sin, the partying, the sinful lifestyle that we know that God naturally tells us and convicts us of the very things not to do. It's funny, the man, man thinks he's, oh, some men think that God isn't real. And why they think that man is just, that God is just an afterthought. And that man was just made by their mom and dad and that's it. And they die and that's it. And they go to the ground. I once spoke to an atheist. And he said, oh, we die and then we just go to the grave and that's it. And we rot and the worms eat us. No, that's not how it works, buddy. Why well, I couldn't convince him until he was on his deathbed. Where he seen a vision. Where he saw... He once later told me before he died, God has come to me. And I believe. 
Even Darwin, I think he had a deathbed confession. Listen, we need Jesus. We don't need sin. It separates us. Oh, but it's fun. Oh, for a short while. Sin is always fun for a short while. But there's payment due. Even though we're sinners, God, listen, the wager of sin equals death. God doesn't send us to hell. We send ourselves by not choosing the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, for whom His righteousness died on the cross for our sins. Listen, are you ready to receive Jesus? Because, listen, the proof is here. I read it. The Great Commission is this, and we'll end with this. He says, in verse 40, when he had said this, he showed him his hands and his feet. But while they did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any, have any food here? So they gave him a piece of boiled fish and some honeycomb. And he took it and ate it in their presence. <laughs> and he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all. That's all he wants. All nations, Jews, Gentiles, Anyone who wants to receive Jesus can be made new. But He's coming. Jesus is coming. There's going to be signs. The sun and the moon and the stars and the earth distress the nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's heart failing. They're, they're failing, you know, failing them from fear and the expectation of these things which are coming to the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken and they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. Now the, now these when these things begin to happen, look up and lift your heads up because your redemption draws near. Listen, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. The signs are here. We're living in the end times. Don't be caught without Christ. He loves you. He died for you. He wants a relationship with you. Jesus is coming. But sadly, people are blind by the enemy. Sin has engulfed men and women so much to where they don't understand anymore that they can be forgiven. And they can be forgiven. Christians don't hate. Christians love. Christians don't persecute. They feed they help. Christians love one another. This is the commandment that Jesus said. If you love me and you know me, you'll know me by the love that you have for one another. First John. We must love one another because love is the key to forgiveness. Love covers a multitude of sins and Jesus died on the cross so that you could be loved and that you could love others. This is the message. Love others. Show mercy, forgiveness. We're sinners. Yes, the pastor's a sinner. I woke up a sinner. I'm going to die a sinner. Wow. Hypocrite. No, I'm a sinner. 
I don't know what church you've been going to, but <laughs> this is the real church. Give your life to Jesus. Stop playing with sin. The wager of sin equals death. God doesn't want to send you to hell. He made it for the devil and his disciples. Listen, he wants you to come into repentance. Come to the cross and leave your sins at the cross. Come. Jesus loves you. He, he died for you. He wants to give you a new life. Fill that void that's in your heart with Jesus and let him love you. Let him work in you. Let his Holy Spirit in you. You may not be knowing what I'm saying right now, but listen to this. Jesus says, come to me. And say this, and you will be forgiven of your sins right now. Repeat after me. If you don't know Jesus, say it with me. Listen, in the name of Jesus, you can mumble it right now through your mouth and your brain. You don't even, you can hum it. (laughs) Say it. Listen, Father God, Jesus, I come before you, Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose from the grave. Lord Jesus, I want to receive you. I want to receive your Holy Spirit in my heart. I want to become born again. I want want you to come in me and live in me, Father. I'm a sinner. I want to change the way I live my life. I want to read your Bible, and I want to follow you, God. Listen, in Jesus' name, if you've prayed that prayer, you're going to go to heaven. And that's it. You're going to go to heaven. And God is going to bless you. You now have eternal salvation. And and Jesus Christ will never leave you nor forsake you. Get plugged into a non-denominational church, a Baptist church. And God will bless you. Grow with the church. Serve with the church. Get in the Bible studies. Get to know people. Get in the new believers class. Click on growinginhisword.com and you will find all the literature you need to grow and find a beautiful non-denominational church. God bless you guys, and and we thank you for growing in His Word. Listen, Jesus loves you. God has a plan for you, and He doesn't want you to go where the bad guy goes. Listen, God loves you guys, and He wants you to grow. He wants you to know that Jesus Christ is in love with you. Thank you for logging in to Growing in His Word. Growing in His Word was brought to you by the Holy Spirit, powered by Jesus Christ. Listen, God loves you guys, and we're going to continue on the book of Acts next week. I'm excited for you guys. Log on to growingthisword.com. Click on new right there, new tab. If you guys want to grow, send me an email. Send me a voicemail. I'll reach right back out to you. God bless you guys.